Welcome back to The Great Date Guy, my name is Rob Wong, and today we're going to talk about why it's so easy to get into a fight while you're traveling. And for context, we are talking out of an airport again today in San Francisco and probably again in Taipei. So there's going to be some background noise um, and we're going to do what we can to correct for that, but uh, be aware that's going to happen in the background. So the good news is that you're not technically an asshole even if you are behaving like one while you're on vacation. So here's what's going on. On a very high level, your brain thinks that it's under attack. Your body is also more activated. Another way of saying this is aroused. Now, this could be because you're excited about travel, this could be because you're stressed, but either way, your brain is dumping cortisol. Uh, that is a stress hormone and probably adrenaline. So at this point in time, whenever you encounter on unfavorable or something that you could interpret as an unfavorable context, your brain will decide that it's under attack and it will respond accordingly. Now most people tend to fall into two categories. Damn it, there's someone announcing. Okay, let's try that again. Now most people will respond one of two ways. Either they will respond by attacking back, they'll get very defensive, they'll get angry, and that'll turn into a fight, or they'll respond by shutting down, trying to get away from the conversation, which sometimes, when paired with the right person, will also cause more conflict. So, long story short, the more stimulated your body is, the easier it is for your brain to interpret that as something dangerous and something that should be responded to. So now that you know why your body and brain are more likely to get you into a fight while you're traveling, here's what you can do about it. First, you want to set yourself up for success. Your body will respond to certain conditions unfavorably. Stuff like not having enough water, not having enough rest, not having enough food. Any of those situations, your body will interpret that it's going into survival conditions, in which case it will become more aggressive when unfavorable things happen. So if you can set yourself up properly with the basics, make sure that you're breathing enough, make sure that you're eating enough, make sure that you got enough exercise the day before, you will have a much smaller chance of having a public freakout with your significant other. The next thing you want to be aware of in order to prevent fights from happening is when you're beginning to get emotionally charged. You can feel it building up in your head or your chest. You're getting a little angry, a little annoyed, but you still got control. This is the perfect time to take a break. And that could be as simple as, hey, I need a quick timeout. Nothing to do with you. Just got to take care of me and then let them know how much time you need. During that break, I highly recommend that you do something to calm your nerves, whether that is taking a nap, making sure that you take long, slow, deep breaths, and keeping that up for a couple of minutes at least. Or changing up your pace with some physical exercise. Maybe you can run through the terminal. I'm not really sure what that looks like to you, but you do want to give yourself a state change. In doing that, you'll find immediately that your mood begins to change and things that feel like they're terrible, insurmountable, overwhelming will begin to fade out and they'll be replaced with a sense that things are manageable and your logical brain will kick back in. And that's really what this process is about. It's about removing the emotional brain's control from the steering wheel for a few seconds so that your logical brain can step back in and start making good decisions rather than ruining your vacation because it wants to. If you've had a fight, unfortunately, it's a little bit late for you. However, it's not too late to repair things. And the sooner that you can actually stop the action, both get grounded so emotionally you're not supercharged and likely to set one another off again. Um, 
the sooner that you can resume your vacation and have a good time. Now what that might look like is spending like a couple hours apart doing things that you like. Now it's important to note that at this point there's, there's a transition, right? Most people will begin to feel better, but at this point some of us will have a hard time letting go of the fight because if we let go or we go back and have a conversation, we go back, we apologize, we go back, we clean up, all of a sudden we feel like we're making ourselves wrong, right? We're admitting that we did something bad and uh, that just prolongs the fight. You'll notice the change, right? There will be a certain point in time where you no longer feel angry, but there's still this urge to be angry at this other person because you're morally right or you have the high ground, etc., etc. That's the danger, right? That's the trap. And you want to avoid that at all costs. And that's easier said than done. In the moment, it's kind of hard to do. But if you can take that step, it saves you a lot of suffering. Now, once both of you are back to a place where you're fully complete, fully heard, and that means listening to your partner without stopping and judging and interrupting them, but just reflecting back what they're saying. I think I heard this. What I'm hearing is this. Your experience was this. Until they feel complete and have them do the same for you. At that point, you'll be back to neutral. And you'll no longer be stuck in the infinite wheel of death and conflict. Um, that is to say, when you have one big fight, it continues to spawn a bunch of little fights because your brain has decided that this is a point where I was attacked, I'm still in danger, and I need to be on my guard. The sooner that you can get things resolved, the sooner your brain can decide that the conflict is over and it doesn't need to start you uh, back up into that aggressive mode where more fights are more likely. And that is all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong, and this has been another episode of the Great Date Guy podcast. And we'll catch you in the next one.